0: Hey, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everyone. Hello. I'm Jane. And And I'm Sarah. And that's Sarah. And you're listening to the Medium Curious Podcast, the show where we are making the
1: paranormal normal. And do you remember how we promised that we were going to bring you people whose lives have been changed by mediumship? Well, today we're interviewing my friend, Britt. But first, can I just check in with you, Jane? How you doing?
0: Ah, that's nice. I'm good. I'm excited as usual. I think that's my keyword, isn't it? I'm excited. But here's why. So, so Sarah and I are both professional. That sounds weird. We both do mediums. We do. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, a whole I other don't. show. <laughs> <laughs> we are both mediums, meaning we do reading. Oh my god, that's hilarious! Um, <laughs> but we, but we also are students, and most most mediums I know are are constantly studying as well. So we're taking this amazing class, and we're taking another amazing class. So we're like in a lot of classes. And what's awesome about that is, first of all, we get to meet all these gorgeous mediums, and second of all. You know the readings we get, like so. That's what I want to tell you about, Sarah. We I,
1: get readings ourselves. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So our, our I loved need ones. readings. I love readings, especially because it's just cool to
1: see someone else work. First
0: of all, and second of all, like you know, my mother-in-law who died just a year ago, who I love so much, she hasn't come Feisty through Phyllis. yet. Feisty Phyllis. <laughs> Feisty Phyllis. I guess she's come through with you. Who am I getting? Feisty Phyllis came through <laughs> with you. But she hasn't come through in like that kind of setting yet. And I was thinking about her. I was like, wouldn't it be neat if if Granny, or Granny Phil, is what we called her in our family, Granny Phyllis, wouldn't it be neat if Granny came in? And lo and behold, oh, I have chills. She walked right in the door. Like I meet this brand new medium. I've never met this gal in my life, and she's like talking about being in the kitchen. And she says and I'm being shown my mother-in-law's kitchen. and I'm laughing, I was like, right, because it's my mother-in-law, but she doesn't totally get that right away. She keeps saying grandmother, grandmother, which is true, because she's very much a grandmother to all of us. Anyway, she had amazing evidence. She totally nailed it. She just brought in my my dear mother-in-law in in the sweetest way. And she was like, she was really funny. She goes, she loved to cook, but you don't cook at all. She says, you don't cook at all. (laughs) That's right. <laughs> I hate cooking. <laughs> but
1: You've we been still out got to spilled the beans. Oh, yeah, that's so funny. Of, she
0: nailed me there, but anyway, so it was really really sweet. But anyway, how are you? How how wh- how'd that all go for you this week?
1: Well, my grandmother came through in a reading yesterday in the most amazing way possible. And it just made me feel so loved and oh. so Supported, and I've been—I don't know—a little bit nervous about this podcast coming out. And (laughs) the woman who was giving me this reading had no idea that we have this podcast coming out. And the message that my grandmother gave me was, "Keep going, honey. You're being your true, authentic self. You're speaking your truth." And and it was just exactly what I needed to hear. But then get this. My sister later on in the day sent a text of my grandparents, a picture of them. Wow. And she's never ever sent texted a picture of my grandparents ever. Oh. So it was just I would had been feeling them around because of these readings. And and then I get this picture and it's just like, oh yeah, they're definitely, they're definitely around, loving me, supporting me, and I can feel it. And it just is exactly what I needed.
0: Oh, that's so good. That's so good. That's the stuff, friends. That's, that's right. That's the stuff. Okay. Okay, Sarah. So before we get into this interview, that is our first interview, what I want to do is see if you can kind of set us up because we'll, we're going to jump right in when, when y'all start talking about the reading that you shared, that, that you gave. But, but before we do that, can you set the scene for us?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, Britt is a friend of mine, a mom friend. They have two twins that are my youngest daughter's age and then an older kid. And I've known them for the past two and a half years, which has included a year of walking to and from school every single day. And during that time, they underwent this huge life transformation, but it also coincided with a spiritual awakening. And the reason why I asked them to come and talk about it was because it all kind of seemed to start around this time where they were interested in mediumship and were taking a mediumship class and were open to me giving them a practice mediumship reading. So let's 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 get listen to in. it. Yeah, awesome. So, Jane, this is Brit. I've been telling you about them. This is the Brit.
0: The Brit. Hat. Welcome. <laughs> we're so excited for you to be our very first guest on Medium Curious.
2: I didn't know I was the first. Yeah. Oh, I like that. <laughs> you offered to give a reading and I was like, yes, 100% win. you are like, you know in two days or tomorrow. So it was, like, very <laughs> soon. And then we just did it. So, you know, Sarah.
1: <laughs> all right. I think I think the first person who came in, in in your reading was your grandmother. Is that right? Did your grandmother come in yeah. first? Okay. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I kind of remember her coming through, but who I really remember coming through was your dad. And you can talk about your experience of it first, because I saw his, like, eyes come up first. Yeah. but. I didn't, I couldn't remember the politician's name and I remembered it now. He had John Edwards hair. Do you remember that politician, John Edwards? Yes, he
2: did have John Edwards hair. Yes. A hundred percent.
1: So I saw this man pop up and I saw his eyes and they looked like Brit's eyes, like this kind of greenish, beautiful eyes and like John Edwards hair, <laughs> like yep. with that, that severe part and like
2: full head of it's hair. A, yeah. Combed. Yeah. 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 Perfectly quaffed. Quaffed. Exactly. (laughs) Yep. That was him. And you described him to, you were like, kind of like man hands and like, (laughs) like he he had a drink. He was like swirling a drink, a brown drink with ice. I was like, yep, that's the one. And then he was like, he, you brought through a lot of evidence that I could point to from like my childhood. There was this big tree. He would like clean up, have to constantly be cleaning up the leaves. Yeah, he was annoyed we like, with that tree. This, he was so annoyed with the tree. You're like, yeah. he showed me this tree that, like, it was such a pain in the butt to like maintain. I was like, it was this huge magnolia tree. <laughs> He'd always be out there just smoking and like raking up magnolia leaves. And anyway, so a lot of evidence.
1: Yeah, sure.
2: I mean, other stuff too, like a
1: a lazy boy chair.
2: Yep. Like just they like, used to read to us.
1: Yeah, just like and really. Like, I got the sense from him, like, his personality, he was kind of unapologetic in a way, like, this is who I was, you know, but also an acknowledgement,
2: like, I know I wasn't easy. Right, Mm. right. And, And that was, like, I mean, is this where we can start talking about the message? Because, like, that reading changed my perspective of, like he knew more when, after he transitioned, he knew what he had pain he had caused in his life. And he was sorry, you know, he, he, so I finally got this, like, I know I wasn't the that you needed in this life and I'm sorry I wasn't. And then his mom came through and basically said that about him. Like I didn't show up for him in this life the way he needed, but I'm showing up for him now. And he has everything he needs. And then dad was able to, I think I asked, like, you were like, do you have any questions while he's here? And I said, do you you know my kids? And then, oh, my God, it was like this. It was like warm, honey, butter, just like all the way down my body chills crying you <laughs> you got i felt that too it was like just being doused in a bucket of love doused in love just like the, the from the tinkerbell tree the that tree of like i have always have like disney visuals like imagery in my mind because i love all the disney stuff and it's like that tree of life or the pixie dust tree where the it's just like golden flowing warmth and that's love and so I felt it in my body so strong and he was like I know your kids I love your kids I'm so proud of you like I'm gonna cry now but and like that's what I wanted to hear you know like I felt like it it gave me validation that like he still knows me and loves me and he's here you know
1: yeah oh incredible What the Whoa.
2: hell was that? Oh my <laughs> god, you guys. I didn't hear it.
1: Oh, I the speakers blew out. That was yeah. If
0: I feel like that was spirit.
1: Yeah, I kind of do feel like that was spirit. Just like, <laughs>
0: yeah, we just got like
2: blasted, but it was a little bit intense. It was like <laughs> Oh, did something come unplugged? What? Anyway. No, no. I, it was just, it was an energy surge. Oh oh my
1: god okay
0: so here comes your dad he's like flowing a bunch of tinkerbell magic at you you're feeling it in your body he he, sarah's got ridiculously profound clear evidence about specific stuff she would never ever in a million thousand years ever be able to know even though she's your new bff from the playground so then
2: (laughs) for one
0: month yeah per (laughs) this last month so what is going through your mind like 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 how do you take your next day forward like what ha- what what happened
2: i don't i didn't question anything it just felt like i was really in my body from that point forward actually like my mind i don't really remember then it was just on on a roll with the next things i mean there was so, so
1: much going on for you at that point. Like you, yeah. I felt like you had just had the lights switch come on and yeah. you were like, okay, I'm in charge of my life. There's power in getting in touch with my emotions. So that's what I'm going to do. And you became empowered. And yeah. there's something about like, I mean, maybe this, maybe I'm just, creating a link here, but I feel like having that spiritual side turn on, turned you on somehow. Oh, a hundred percent.
2: Yes. And like having those core wounds, like abandonment, you know, all of us have certain wounds from childhood and it's like connecting with the people who drove those wounds in this human life through spirit in such a loving way is like, it starts to unearth the wound but also heal it in a way that's like profound so you can just start moving forward with whatever you want to do in your life you know it's like yeah you don't have to battle like is there anyone on my team am I at this alone like no you have the whole universe and especially your people right behind you you know
0: all right all right so what so I I liked your question Sarah that was a little bit of like the before and the after like but before reading and before kind of reconnecting with spirit, and I loved what you had to say about how that empowered you. So then what happened after? What, what came next in your life personally?
2: Then I think I went to that Christmas party, Sarah, right? <laughs> and I got, my body was woken up. I mean, is that what I'm going with next? I I think so.
1: I think I know where you're. You're having realizations about your true, authentic self. Yeah, yeah.
2: So which yeah,
1: which is what what where where are you now in your life?
2: Yeah, I, I'm queer, and I was straight before. So how I learned is my body turned on, and then yeah, I discovered this authentic self underneath. So yeah, I don't know how much in detail you want me to go. So however,
1: however, comfortable with. yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a, <laughs> that's <laughs> a big <laughs> invitation, Jane.
1: <laughs> well, okay. So I'll, I'll help frame it a little bit. Frame you, it, yeah. you were here, here you are, you've got three kids, you're married to a man, you're from, Alabama, right? Yes. You grew and up grew as a up- Southern, like, what is it, cotillions? And
2: yes, like I, yes. Okay. That's a good frame. Is yeah, I grew up Christian, first of all, Southern Baptist in Alabama. And I did debutante. I did, I was in a sorority. I did church show choir. I was really into the prescription of a good girl good southern christian girl and it's i started to definition. lose that yeah yes yeah and i started to lose that more and more and so i mean before this time but then that's how it could have gotten to where i didn't know that about myself i guess so you were woken up to yeah. yes and what
1: about having that that perspective of of spiritual that spiritual side that enabled you to do that? Is there, cause I feel like that kind of is that kind of went hand in hand for you.
2: It absolutely went hand in hand. It was like a sexual awakening and a sexual awakening at the same time because both supported the other. It was like, so the spiritual piece of it is that it doesn't matter what sexuality, gender, you are. And, but I had to deal with all the internalized homophobia, all that stuff along the way. And so it had to be kind of like, you know, a gradual, it wasn't really gradual, but to me it was like, it had to be piece by piece realization. But, but yeah, once I had that connection to spirit and like the whole, the wave of like love behind me, it felt like I wasn't really scared to, you know, basically tell my husband I don't want to be in this marriage anymore I want to be with women I feel it in my body and even though I never kissed a woman because I was in a monogamous marriage and it was not within the boundaries of that and I didn't want to like I was invested so much in like my family you know I had just yeah I mean I was trying to be like the matriarch and the, you know, this loving mother of, and, and really embrace my life choices. And until this switch happened where it was like, yeah, like feeling love in my body, it, it woke me up. And then I, you can't deny then after that, like what your body tells you and what your Mm. heart tells you, it's kind of like, this is what we're doing. Okay. We're just going to have to deal with what comes. After that, (laughs) like, and, Um, but this idea that I could, like, I could, I could get through each stage. So,
1: yeah, I got to say from, from, from walking with you literally every day to school every day. (laughs) Yeah. And like watching you go through all of this, the grace that you went through, the courage Mm -hmm. that you went through this, how you showed up for everybody still you know even though you know it, it it was really hard but it was also really beautiful for you it, from my point of view just like the yeah. you know you getting to l- be happy you know yeah um, i mean
2: it a 100% yeah it felt like the hard stuff didn't really feel i mean there's definitely moments of like, oh my gosh, this human experience is very hard. (laughs) This is not fun. But like, if I look back even like two months ago, during the journey, I would be like, oh, a month ago, I thought I couldn't work as a nurse and provide for myself in the Bay Area. Now I have a job that does just that. And I'm doing it. Like, you know what I mean? So I could, oh, anytime I got this is too hard. What have I done? It was like, oh no, I'm actually doing it. I'm just fine. I'm just having a human moment. <laughs> and I
1: think what I enjoy so much about you is that we talk about that a lot. Like, oh, yeah. it's just our little human selves, you know. You're able to step back and look at things from that big, huge perspective yeah. of where we're souls, we're we're spirit, and we're here having these like human experiences, trying on all of these different roles. And we talk about being in our meat suits.
0: (laughs) I love that. I love the meat suit idea. It's very soothing. It's just like, oh, just just a bunch of meat. And now I have to figure out how to fillet it better or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, how do I deal with this meat? So funny. Totally. Okay. So wait, I have a question. I'd heard little bits and pieces of this story over time. And and one of the things mm-hmm. that I loved about hearing was how your dad kind of kept piping back in, right? Wasn't he kind of showing up a yeah. lot throughout? Can you talk about that?
2: Yeah, and my grandmother. So so, th- so on subsequent walks, and like, so I have to say, Sarah also would like, I was like, became this voracious listener of audiobooks of all these spiritual people. So I would listen to one and shoot, I'd be like, okay, next. And she'd text me the next one that I listened to. And it was like all these ones about sign. I and mean, it was the book called Signs. It was Carolyn Mays. So it was like all the people. So I said, I keep, I feel like my dad sends me bluebirds. And Sarah was like, yes, 100%. <laughs> and then we would go on walks and she would be out and she would see bluebirds like two on a wire. And she would just text it to me. Oh, I have
0: such chills. Like the bluebirds are like, blah, 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 blah. so sorry, please keep going. <laughs>
1: No,
2: it's so good. I love hearing about the chills. And then we were on a walk. And I said, I feel like I'm seeing monarchs everywhere. Like I get out of my car, there's a monarch butterfly, I you know, at the door, there's a monarch butterfly. And then Sarah got chills and she was like, oh, that's Opal. <laughs> that's your Is that grandma? <laughs> yes. grandma? Yeah. And so from then on, it's just been like, I don't necessarily get bluebirds, but Dad, you get ditch witches.
1: I get ditch witch, which is okay, like so, so. This so I actually read for Brit's sister, and her dad came through as well, and I couldn't tell what it was. He, I, he showed me; it looked like a golf cart rolling down a ditch, and I asked your sister what it was, and she's like, "Oh yeah, he rolled a ditch witch, which is what like a." Like what is a ditch? Witch? It's like
2: a machine. It's like some construction equipment that makes ditches. And the story goes that he was gonna make a ditch in at our lake house, and he was he decided he wanted to do it himself, not instead of hiring people. And he drove the thing into the lake, and so oh th- someone had you know like a toe. was had a to golf come. cart that he had rolled <laughs> right. into a lake, but it was a ditch witch. It was a ditch witch. He. I think he was still learning how to show show you things but
1: but you were talking to, I was on the phone with you one day and you were having a hard time and I was trying to encourage yeah. you and then as I right there I'd never seen one before a truck goes by and on, it was it was towing a ditch witch I'd never ever seen a ditch witch I was like <laughs> Brett you're never going to believe this but yeah. I am seeing a ditch witch right now. So. Oh, my
2: God. Yeah. yeah. And it's not a common. It's not like an excavator. No. Or a, yeah, it's a very obscure a piece pick. of. Yes. Yeah. Especially and I saw one yesterday. Then... No, you did? Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> constant. Awesome. It's, it's so good. So good.
0: I'm like, listeners, they're in the Bay Area. I don't think there's a lot of ditches that need to be
1: witched in the Bay Area. So So that's really rad. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and there I gotta tell, I gotta tell. So I was in the shower, Mm -hmm.
2: and and you were were also
1: (laughs) you were also going through something, something too, and you had like a lot of questions and you were like kind of in it. And this is like I, I don't generally leave the, my mediumship door open in the shower, but all of a sudden I saw that, that those little eyes again and the John <laughs> Edwards hair. <laughs> and you heard something. <laughs> and I heard like race cars go vroom, vroom, room room, And then I was like, oh, I know who this is. I was like, what's up? Do you have a message for Brett? And I heard what was it? Steer clear of temptation alley. And then I also heard Smokey and the bandit,
2: which was for your sister, right? Yes. Bandit is her dog's name and Smokey because he smoked and we, we smoke. (laughs) (laughs) So I heard that. And
1: then I heard him say, this is the buck stops here. This is this is where it ends. This is where that the cycle
2: stops. Yeah, he said the pattern stops with me. With yeah. him, is what he meant.
1: Wow. Yeah, and it turns out what he was like a big NASCAR fan. He was a
2: oh, and you heard you heard Dale Earnhardt. Oh yeah. And you had no idea about NASCAR and Dale no, Earnhardt. I you know. You were that. just like Dale Earnhardt. Does that sound right? And I was like, yes. so my dad's favorite NASCAR driver. <laughs> And he would always be like, my boys are, my boys are driving today, like every Sunday that they would. So NASCAR is like a big thing for him. And, and now I do get like, I have this nickname Turbo and I get like, I'll see Turbo on things and then I'll get race car stuff from him now.
1: And you're clear of
2: Temptation Alley too. I was just going to ask that, like, what did that,
0: why did that need to come through? Like, why did he have to? Check
2: in with Sarah yeah. in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> I He's think cheeky. that had to do with the crush. He is cheeky. <laughs> I mean, Sarah's is so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's perfect for his personality. Of course he would come in the shower. It, it has meant different things at different times. So I keep going back to those messages because they, especially the pattern stops here one, but the temptation alley, I think had to do with keep, keeping going and interacting with that crush. I think that's what it had to do with at that point because it was like I was just stuck on something you know it was like patterning stuck on a person that was not for me basically that's what it meant then but Temptation Alley is to me has been like this that urge to just like check out dissociate like just be like Eh, I don't want to do this anymore. Like that's kind of what my dad's MO was in this life mm. and not take responsibility for my own life basically. And Yeah. And it it's come out in different ways. Like, you know, not taking care of my body the way I want to, or I feel better, not, or like hanging out with people that drain my energy. And I know that I really don't want to be hanging out with these people. You know, it's like, but there's temptations all along the way for me, <laughs> sure, as there are for everybody, for everybody. For everybody. But yeah, yeah.
0: I, I just love that. I mean, I think that's such a common human experience, as you're saying, Sarah, like the, the idea of like, OK, I life is hard. It is too hard. It is overly yeah. hard. What can I do to like escape this? moment really so it's like i'm gonna eat or i'm gonna drink or i'm gonna something because this is like too much so then (laughs) what i'm hearing you say is that the pattern is so is that what you mean by the pattern like he would check out so much to the point of like it wasn't good like he would be just a little bit destructive he
2: was was a big drinker so that was his that was his way to check out but he also So the pattern, I can't remember what the pattern, I think that was what the pattern was then was, but then like it morphed. So most recently the, what he meant by the pattern stops with me is like finding your worth outside of yourself and like Mm -hmm. looking to, are you doing well in your job? That means you're doing good in life. That means you can be proud of yourself. You know, Mm, do you have a a good family, you know, like all these outside of yourself that that indicate you're doing well and you should be proud of yourself. It's like, nah, that comes from just being (laughs) honestly like that and like get grasping that though in the body and, and being able to like actually live from a place that's like, Oh, I'm worthy of all this good stuff that, you know, I can do in my life. And yeah. So that's been huge. I feel like there was another one more recently that the pattern for sure, like the alcoholic patterning, the the behaviors and patterns that come along with that. I feel like I've started to notice that more in my life throughout history. And I'm like, yeah, I'm dropping that. I'm not interested in that chaotic way of interacting with people that's like comes along with that use, alcohol use. It's like its own set of behaviors and stuff that I'm not interested in anymore. So it's like, yeah. Stop with him. Yeah. It's freeing.
0: Yeah. You know, just a uh, fun like connector. My Aunt Jane, who so my dad was pretty young too, Britt. We have that mm-hmm. in common. And <laughs> my Aunt Jane once said that almost exact phrase at a at a, at a meeting where my cousin was picking up a chip. And she was, had a ton of years, and my other cousin and I were both in attendance from different parts of the country, and we were all celebrating her having set down alcohol, you know, 15 years wow. before. And my, my Aunt Jane jumped up, and she ran around the room going, the pattern stops here. The pattern stops here. Like, the cycle ends right now, you know, like thinking of the next generation, like your kids and my yeah. kid and your, you know. And I know Sarah has set down alcohol and I have personally set down alcohol. So I just like want to be a cheerleader for that because I have found it to be an extraordinary gift. And yeah. I'll just add really briefly that it also gifted me mediumship was putting oh, it wow. down. Yeah. Like very shortly wow. after I got out of that chaos funnel, I found this place. And so it's and, and it's sort of then the opposite for Sarah where she found this place. And had to put
2: down the chaos funnel. I like calling it a chaos funnel, isn't it? Chaos funnel. It's so good. I'm like, <laughs> yes. It's like drinking from like a water hose. I mean, a like fire hose. of like chaos. <laughs> when you introduce that, that yes. like monkey wrench into things, I mean. It takes away it's the a discernment. heavy It's like a heavy yeah. entity or something. You know what I mean? Right. It's like a heavy energy, all those patterns. And Woo. I feel like the more of us that release it it's just so great because <laughs> yeah there's I mean, so our much culture in general yeah yeah and our it's culture in general just culture. like yeah
0: we, yeah. Our culture in general is like celebrates chaos, right? Like that's what most TV oh, yeah. shows are about. Like, look at that chaos funnel, you know, but when we can set it down and like you're saying, Sarah, have discernment, like I'm going to choose this. I'm going to choose that. It's sort of like what you're saying, Britt. like yeah. I, I can see that that person is maybe bringing some chaos and I'm not interested or I can see that, right. you know, whatever. It's sort of like in any place
2: in the life, you can be like,
0: no, thanks. I love myself too much
2: yes yeah. I love that like and I trust myself completely like if this mm. does not feel great I'm not interested yeah, yeah. it's
1: been awesome and, watching you choose yeah. the power of choice you know th- knowing that you are
2: like I said empowered it's just right like so it's all like thank you it really can come down to that it's like so many of my patients as a nurse I go into homes I'm a home health nurse so it's like seeing people in their environment of, like, chaos and pain that they've created, that you know, that is a reflection of all the things that they're working out in this life. I mean, I don't judge them for it. I'm just like, wow, there's a lot of chaos here. And you keep choosing it without knowing, but you keep choosing the chaos and figuring out that you don't have to choose chaos if you don't want to. Like, sometimes I want to. (laughs) Not going to lie. Totally. (laughs) sign me up. Totally, totally. Yeah. Like if I'm feeling good and aligned, I do want to go mix with some chaos and see what's out there. Yeah. <laughs> a little taste. A little like, <laughs> a little, take a bite. Yeah, a little juiciness once in a while or a lot.
0: Yeah, I know. And then it's so funny how mine like, now I'm going to have a bite of a chocolate and that's my whole chaos. Like it gets smaller and smaller. But <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> But I just wanted to I wanted to bring something back that I think is so unbelievably gorgeous that I'm never going to forget this day. I'm never going to forget this day of sitting and talking to you because I'm stunned by how your description for one of like how spirit came over the honey butter first of all like mm. hi I'm just I'm I'm here for any kind of confectionery kind of imagery when it comes to spirit. <laughs> and then and then how You talked about that healing of like, okay, now things are different. And it's like, it's so trippy because I've had a similar experience where I was like, my grandmother was an alcoholic and she just basically did me wrong. The end. She left the planet. We're Mm -hmm. done. The end. So then Sarah, in fact, is the same human who brings my grandmother through, brings my grandmother through. And like my grandmother and I and Sarah are like, Buds, like we are buds, like we are people who understand this life, and she is like my son's biggest supporter, and she also comes through as Monarch Butterfly.
2: What Ah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) and has from the beginning, like that is her sign, and so I was just thinking about how they must be hanging out on the other side, our grandmas and But, 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 but like, yeah, I mean, I have all this writing I did as recently as three years ago where I was like, anyway, enough about my grandma because I don't like her to this like juicy, warm hug of a friendship and incredible appreciation for who she was and who she, you know, made out of me. And like, but it's all different. Like it's completely a different relationship. She's still on the other side. I'm still on this side. And things have evolved dramatically, and I just think that's some of the juiciest part of mediumship, is the ability to like recalibrate a whole relationship, and then and then yeah. the, and then all the trickle down with you and your kids and like life. So so can you just tell us about like life now and what you're most looking forward to and like so so what's what's next?
2: Life now is like so good. I. Love my life. i I understand my kids in a much like deeper way. I understand them as little light beings that Aww. I'm here to like, you know, not protect them from their pain, but to like help them name it, help them through it, like comfort them, give them what they need for this life. I feel honored to do that. I feel like we chose each other. You know, it's like I have this whole perspective now. That literally helps me in my day to day life of like taking care of three kids half the oh, time, yeah. you know? I mean, we were just on the phone last week, like, okay,
1: what are all those COVID tests saying? <laughs> You've got COVID <laughs> oh, in your house yeah. too? We've got we,
2: 103 you got, fever over here. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the much so of the it. contrast is, is definitely there. <laughs> and like, but I appreciate it in a different way now where I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the part where I just be human and slow down and zoom in and i'm most excited so about everything but hold on i i so i basically have just like started being like what do i like what do i want to do and it's like i like looking at the sky i like watching the birds so any free moments now I just go out to the beach or go to the woods and like take my binoculars and walk around and I touch moss and I like put my feet in the water and it's, I feel like I'm kind of falling in love with nature in a way that's so beautiful. And then I'm dating people. So I'm keeping that open and fun and discernment for the painful (laughs) situations that I might not want to choose this time around. (laughs) And the next, the last thing that I'm super stoked about is that I know I'm going to be doing something in this work, like at some point in my life. Oh, big Um, yeah, like no doubt. But like right now, I have to recognize I'm in this part where I have to like put in the. It's like put my head down and do the human work. So I'm working in a nursing job that's like beautiful in a lot of ways and super hard in a lot of ways, and so I'm excited to get to a point where i like where my work gives me just like joy and love you know so yeah i think it'll happen it's just
1: oh yeah absolutely
2: long for the ride
0: (laughs) well i'd have to say you transform fast so yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah that akashic record reading that sarah did it said speed of light my soul was evolving at the speed of light. Whoa. Which also fit in with the NASCAR.
1: Yes. Broom <laughs> Vroom, Broom vroom. <laughs> vroom, vroom. Love it. Well, Britt, thanks so much for sharing all of that with us. You really inspire me, and I know you're going to inspire a lot of people. So thank you yeah. for coming on and always thank being curious. Because you. you are one of the most curious people I know. <laughs> yes. To Such be an
0: honor. Thank you, friend. Thank you for being here.:
2: Thank you' all so much.: See
0: you soon. Wow. Wow.
2: Wow I, know, wow. I
0: know, right. Wow. wow, so good. Sarah, I, I don't I speak for our listeners and I just say thank you for bringing Brit. What an incredibly bright
1: light of yeah. a human being. I know, I know. so good. Well, I think we need to wrap it up, Jane. Ah, um, sad. I, I know, but come back <laughs> next week when we don't know what we're going to be talking about yet. But it's going to be awesome. It's going to be us. good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Come on back, Curious Friends. <laughs> Love, Love you.
1: Love everyone. Love everyone else.
0: Okay, bye. Medium Curious is made possible by Jane Morgan Editing. Sarah Rathke made the amazing music, and Gigi Hawkins podcast consultant our logo was created by eric allen kyle hansen mckee photography and the dogs under the desk in hawaii are
1: kalea and domino and trixie in california